So, what do you think of Ron? Trying not to, kid. Good. Still, still a lot of spirit. I don't know. What do you think? Do you think a princess and a guy like me? No. It couldn't have rained any harder, but I couldn't have been more excited. The temperature was pretty mild for the final Saturday in January, landing at a crisp 43 degrees by 11 o'clock that morning. It felt more like late fall, and it was hard to believe we were already a third of the way into winter. But my windshield was being battered by a steady stream of rain, and no matter how fast my wipers rotated, it barely helped. The world around me was gray, like all color had been sucked out of the ground in the sky, dulling visibility even more. With very little contrast, and through a diffusing fog of diminished sunlight, it was getting tougher to see the car in front of me. After catching a glimpse of faint taillights blinking in between the wiper's frantic cycle, I put my hazard lights on. I quickly glanced at my GPS to gauge my arrival time. Twenty more minutes. The hour-long trip down the New Jersey Turnpike turned out to be a quick one. A few minutes later, the sheets of continuous rain began to lessen, and the sun finally managed to push through the clouds. I felt myself relax as I turned onto a local exit and made my way through a series of residential neighborhoods. I turned down a wide street lined with long driveways and larger homes. It's the kind of street on which anyone would be blessed to live and to raise a family. Warm and inviting, which was also a fitting description of our meetup's host, Ross Barr. Pulling in front of his house, I grabbed my raincoat and a bag. I prayed for Ross and his family, for those who had flown in from places like North Carolina, Nashville, and California to attend, for those who drove in from upstate New York and from Canada, and for the rest of the tri-state-based Empire State Star Wars Club members traveling to southern New Jersey. I prayed for the day ahead, thankful that we all had a chance to come together again after being apart for months. And with that, I flung myself out of my car and ran through the rain to Ross's front door. This is the first collector's meetup of the year. This is a day of catching up with those vibrant and funny friends who share the same passion for the toys and for the films and shows responsible for them. This is also a conversation with many of them as we look back together on the pickups and collecting moments that made the past year memorable. This is the beginning of Season 2. And this is Star Wars Prototypes and Production. Will be with you always. 
If you're a vintage Star Wars collector, you're probably familiar with the name Ross Barr. Ross is part owner and principal of the collectible grading company Collector Archive Services, also known as CAS. He has also served as an administrator on three of the main Star Wars collecting groups on Facebook, the 12 Back Collectors Group, the Empire Strikes Back Collectors Group, and the Return of the Jedi Collectors Group. And throughout the years, Ross has facilitated educational and passionate discussions with a thoughtful and respectful approach to his fellow collectors. In the world of Star Wars toys, many of us associate Ross with his longtime focus, Han Solo. In an interview with the Star Wars Collector's Archive blog, he talked about how he grew up admiring Han's story arc, a redemptive one that saw him go from a selfish smuggler to a selfless leader of the Rebellion responsible for saving the galaxy. And when he began collecting seriously, he noticed that no one else had a Han Solo focus, so he devoted his time to build the best and most in-depth collection that would highlight this Corellian hero. Ross's Han Solo collection was one that was built from time and research, and from connecting with others in the hobby. Within the larger scope of Han items, his central focus was the carded variations of the original Han Solo. And over the years, Ross slowly built a collection of Han Solo pre-production items. He had pieces like the unproduced Power of the Force Han Hoth proof, along with a first shot of the Empire figure. In fact, his pre-production run was one of the most impressive character runs out there, with first shots and proof cards of almost every Han figure released. In addition to the Kenner figures, Ross also collected things like their incredibly rare store displays that promoted the figures. And his collecting wasn't limited to Star Wars. A fan of many of the lines produced in the 1970s and 1980s, Ross branched out to toys and carded examples from He-Man, G.I. Joe, and countless others many of us remember from childhood. Recently, Ross sold off a few of the high-end pre-production Han pieces in Star Wars store displays. In slimming his focus, it appears his connection to the original toy lines with which he played and knew as a child only grew stronger. And somehow, Ross has managed to capture the thing that many of us often lose as we expand our collections. The initial joy and excitement that began it all. I first met Ross in 2016. I had been collecting for a number of years prior, but had been late in joining the community's shift to Facebook as the main means of connecting and communicating within the hobby. And in early 2017, after a pair of multi-day passes for Star Wars Celebration fell through for my friend Al and me leading up to Celebration Chicago, Al reached out to Ross. Ross not only helped us find a pair of tickets for below cost, but he also kindly expedited them to us so we'd have them in our possession before we drove down to Florida. Celebration Orlando was my first big Star Wars event, and a simple gesture like that calmed any anxiety I had going into the trip as to whether I'd fit in or if I'd be accepted once I was there. Simply put, Ross made us feel like we belonged. And people who show kindness to strangers and newer collectors act as a beacon, 
They help to light a path that often appears to be too far away, too difficult to navigate, or too long and winding for us as we make our first steps into the community. We look to these collectors to help us, just a little, so that we could feel comfortable in a group with which we're not yet familiar. Ross's attitude toward us was a warm invite to be part of the party, wherever we were. And it's a trait I've tried to emulate as newcomers have joined our Empire State Club, or showed up to a meetup or show, or even a celebration for the first time. As I've learned from Ross, the things we say to others and do for others carry weight. We can never see the depth or the breadth of their impact, but their results can be life-changing. Words and actions carry weight. Give generously and lead with kindness, and you can change a life for the better. I believe this was the first Empire State Club meetup Ross hosted. In the weeks leading up to it, the excitement among our group was pretty evident, and Ross mentioned to us that it was something he had wanted to do for a long time. For many collectors, the joy of the hobby is in the details. It's the difference between a standard cloth-caped Jawa and a vinyl-caped one. Or among the cloth-caped figures, the differences in the colored thread around the edges of the cape or if the cape itself is smooth or rough. To us, these tiny details, whether intentional or not, mean something to us. And Ross gets this. To him, the details are the things that make something even more special. It's evident in the way he displays his 2D pre-production pieces, with their colored matting and in the particular frames he selected to house them. It's clearly visible in his collecting room, as the walls have been painted to resemble vintage cardbacks from the three films and the Kenner line. And that attention to detail is what made his meetup great. He put thought into everything from the food to the activities, and he has laid back enough to have left the rest of the day to wherever it took all of us as we spent time together. Ross chose to tie the food he served to his home's proximity to Philadelphia, He ordered breadless cheesesteaks from a little spot in Camden called Donkey's Place, and then he and some of the Canadian collectors packed them in delicious poppy seed rolls. In preparing them for lunch, they formed an assembly line, with some packing the meat into the rolls, others wrapping them in tinfoil, and then some overseeing the heating of the finished sandwiches in the oven. He also had two other Philadelphia staples, pretzel bites with cheese from the Philadelphia Pretzel Factory, and tasty cake snack foods. The Tasty Cake Baking Company is headquartered at the Philadelphia Navy Yard and was founded more than a hundred years ago. One of the first things we did as a group was a quick trivia game, but not just any trivia game. Follow me down Ross's basement and let's join in on the fun. So people always do like Star Wars related trivia, right? Something from the movies or whatever. Thought it would be an interesting idea to do trivia about us. Oh boy. Right? So <laughs> I put together 10 <laughs> questions and actually had some help from some of the fine members here to put together 10 questions about 10 members of the Empire State Group. Um, and so I have special prizes. 
We're not gonna, there's no buzzers or anything like that, so it's gonna be yell it out. Well, someone could help me and see who actually yelled it out if I don't see who it is. And, uh, what if you So, the first, the first prize. <laughs> oh. Not all Star Wars. I've branched oh, out. I was thinking the first prize is a Minton card. That's the The market value is somewhere between three to four dollars. I paid a little more than that. I paid a little more than that. Alright, so. And the rule is you can only win once. We don't want someone who knows your hands about your hand. Can you answer the question? If you win once, you should probably shut the up, right? Alright, so, yeah, what if the question's about you? No, the question's about me, I'm very... No, what if the question's about you not answer the I'm going to ask a question about someone in the group, and the first person to get the question correct wins this Mayor McCheese. Please your eyes on Mayor McCheese. Is that the best thing going on? All right. First question, where's Toby? Toby's Is that a reseal? All right, there you go. So Toby Black used to be in the entertainment industry in his younger years. Porn. What porn? <laughs> What's the answer? Wrestling. He was a wrestler. Yeah. Oh. Now you have to collect the whole set. I know a guy. You know, is this Chewbacca figure thing? Very, very is not plastic. This is the real mesh. Some of you may or may not know has a very interesting run of loose Vaders with different letters on the hilt. Right? Within two, you can be within two. How many loose Vaders does Ed Nagy have? 27. 41. 22. 36. 8 million. How many letters? 52. Still not right. 41. 46. No? 
screen closed. You're not allowed to open it and play with it. You must not see it. This one is from my boy Chris Riley. Where's Chris? Alright, so for his Facebook for his Facebook profile pic, Chris Riley has a picture of Chewbacca holding a matchbook. What does that matchbook say? Fuego. 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 Not to be so undone in the Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves line. Ray. 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 Amen. <laughs> so our boy, Tom Quinn, works for the new, which, sorry, uh, few years, <laughs> what New York State governmental department? <laughs> of labor. New York. Labor, who called labor first? All right, there you go, there you go. I hope it. Robin Hood, no. There you go. These are interesting pieces. I don't remember what game this is from. <laughs> I think those are, those, some, those are applause. Those are applause vinyl. Yeah. Just got, like, they like he would sell them individually. Yeah, okay. Suncoast. I'll see Denny at the Cincy show a few years back. Oh, cool. All right. He's like, Where's Lauren? Where's Lauren? There you are. Lauren and what? Character oh, come does she focus on? Luke! Luke. Luke. Okay, I don't know. <laughs> 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 who got it? Who got it? Well, you know, Mark Hamill's actually the right answer. <laughs> <laughs> who called it? Someone claimed it. Alright, there you go. Stuff baby, stuff. Luke who though? I didn't even say it. I didn't say it. No, I said Mark Hamill. I was but making fun. It's the it's a character. Like, yeah, but what Luke? It could be Luke from the Dukes of Hazard, or it could be. I'm a porn star.
Okay, this is an interesting one. This one, we're going to get into the great CAS good company, whatever some Beetlejuice again. <laughs> All right. At the very first Empire State meetup, there was four collectors. Ooh. Who are those four people? And if you were one of them, Tom, Jason, Sky, and Mike. Boom! Oh, Someone's gonna ask me what I had for breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> what did you have for breakfast? I don't know. Yeah. It's an 80 plus. Alright. Oh, that's the one Salvatore. Right oh. It's fine effort for the benefit of the hobby. So, what section of the SWCA did Ron Salvatore help found in 2014? Yeah, that's right. That's right. Oh, 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 oh. Mr. Six Inch himself. Alright, two to go. Two to go. Alright, this I'm is answering this it. a tougher one. This is a tougher one. Ron, help me come up with this one. Who in this room? Has been a consistent Star Wars dealer since he was a teenager. Pete Kindly traded with Mike Cooper to give him the piece that he wanted. As we were almost through the first month of the new year, I wanted to reflect with them upon the year that had just ended. 
Throughout the day, and up until I said my final goodbyes that night, I managed to sit down with each collector, each friend that I had either known for a while or met for the first time that day, and I asked all of them the same two questions. I wanted to hear their thoughts about what it was like to collect during this time, and I wanted to make an audio scrapbook of their answers. The first question revolved around an item they were fortunate to pick up for themselves during the year, and why it meant something to them. And the second was about a favorite moment that was tied to our hobby, whether it was seeing a new film, attending an event, or something as simple as a dinner with a fellow collector, but a moment that would mark the year for them in a meaningful way. We'll be moving around through Ross's house, sometimes speaking with someone in a collection room or in a guest room down his basement. Other conversations will take place in a room on the main floor of his house, in his kitchen, his living room, or in the room we all have in our own houses in which no one ever sits or is allowed to sit. But Ross is a gracious host, and no matter where we are in his house, it's very easy to feel like it's our home, too. So here, follow me upstairs, away from the noise of the crowd, and let's get to know our friends a little better. I don't know if it has something to do with the weather or from all the talking and shouting I did earlier catching up with everyone, but I've lost my voice a bit, so I'll let everyone else speak. Don't forget to take a cookie and a cupcake with you. We'll be here all night, so enjoy yourself. Hi, I'm Josh Fampel. Um, my most favorite pickup of the year was actually a vintage prototype for the um, plaster He-Man mold set. And it's actually, um, it, it's made of a, a harder material so that when it was dipped into the, the silicone, it would adhere to it. And then the machine would peel it off and you'd have your He-Man figure. Um, and if you're not familiar with the playset, it actually allowed you to pour your own he-Man casts, and it included like He-Man, I think Beast-Man, Man-at-Arms, and one other. Um, but it was a really bizarre piece that I never expected to acquire, and um, it just popped up in last year, and I was able to acquire it. Um, my my highlight of of last year and pretty much every year for the past few years has been going to Zolocon. Um, I get to meet up with some great friends, some that I see less often than others, but I also get to hang out with my son all weekend. Hi, I'm Vinny Tricomi. Um, my favorite moment of 2019 was uh, going to Star Wars Celebration in Chicago and making a lot of great friends and meeting a lot of people who I didn't know prior to um, going to that celebration. And as far as my best pickup of last year, I'd probably have to say it was my Hungarian Boba Fett that I've been looking for forever that I finally was able to add to my collection and my Boba Fett run. Hi, I'm Mike Tricomi. Uh, definitely favorite moment of uh, 2019 was going to see The Rise of Skywalker with my three-year-old son. So 
you know, first uh, Star Wars movie experience for him. And I think in terms of pickups, um, ironically, happened to be sitting waiting for the collecting track. Um, during Celebration Chicago and uh, Mark Hamill's agent came over and handed uh, both of my sons um, autographed pictures of Mark and you know ironically it was on my birthday and I'm a Luke Jedi focused collector so it worked out well Hi I'm Rich Delagati and uh, as far as my favorite collecting moment of 2019 I'd probably have to say I picked up a Empire Strikes Back original signed uh, poster. It's got all the main characters. It's got George Lucas, John Williams. And I always wanted something like that with all the main players just because I've always loved that movie and it's my number one favorite Star Wars. Uh, you know, and I just was so excited when I saw an option to get it, I had to grab it. You saw that, didn't you, that poster when you were over? Yeah. The big one, right? Yeah. So that was definitely my, my favorite pickup. It's not a toy, but it's just. Something I'll never part with. I mean, I'd be like one of the last things I would sell. <laughs> and then as far as my favorite um, collector moment, um, probably when I had a bunch of my collector friends over back in uh, June, um, we just hung out, went out to dinner. I showed all my, you know, collection collectibles and stuff like that. And it was just fun hanging out and nerding out over the, uh, you know, the toys and all the stuff we all like and have in common and enjoy doing. So. Was that, I, I was actually there yes, for that. Were. Was that uh, your first meetup that you ever had? That was the first meetup I had more than just like one or two friends. It was like a nice group and we all just had a good time, you know, just chatting up with toys and collectibles and it was a good time. So I would say that was my best uh, collector moment. This year, I think I'm just looking forward to hopefully getting a celebration and, and uh, experiencing my second one, so... Hi, this is Mike Cooper, and my favorite pickup from 2019 has to be the pop-up Saber R2-D2 on the Power of the Force card that I got for a whopping 150 bucks. Um, I was set up at a um, like a, a vintage uh, bazaar, and the seller I, I was selling toys, and the seller next to me had a bunch of vintage Star Wars uh, carded figures, and um, she had them priced uh, pretty cheap, and she had the um, the R two D two priced at what I guess a Return of the Jedi pop up sensor scope figure would be, and. I jumped on it and uh, I saved myself probably about five or six hundred bucks and uh, very happy with it. It's in pristine condition and it's one of my favorite pieces now. And that's five or six hundred dollars conservatively. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a very sought after uh, figure. And I, I threw her a few extra bucks too because I, uh, you know, I she had it for 150 bucks, but um, I, I just couldn't live with the guilt of just walking away for 150 bucks. So I still got it very, very cheap. So, <laughs> and um, my favorite collecting uh, moment—it um, it really just boils down to um, having friends that transcend collecting. Uh, I turned 40 this year, and um, I celebrated my 40th birthday by having a viewing of Star Wars in my living room and. Uh, my collecting buddies, uh, John Peck, Rob Amatia, uh, are part of my group of regular non-collecting friends. They were in attendance, and Chris Riley and his wife Stephanie, they drove down from New York to, to have dinner, and uh, just made me take stock in how cool it is being involved in uh, Star Wars collecting and uh, just having friends uh, like-minded. Hey, this is Pete LaRose. Um... So I guess my favorite pickup from this year uh, 
was probably when I was able to meet with the original artist and pick up a bunch of original Thundercats uh, coloring book artwork, uh, paintings, and actual interior artwork for some of the pages. Um, it's probably my my most favorite um, pickup from this year. Um, Star Wars related. Um, probably I, I ended up was able to uh, procure a uh, Boba Fett rocket firing Boba Fett prototype. Um, so that was probably my, my favorite Star Wars pickup. Probably the most fen- mo- most expensive pickup of the year, but my, my favorite would probably be my Thundercats artwork. Uh, as far as my favorite meetup or, or get together, probably would have been this this summer's uh, annual uh, here locally in, in New York. We did. Um, it wasn't a show related. It was just kind of just sitting back, relaxing, uh, enjoying some friendships. Um, a couple of friends were able to come up earlier, hang out with them. Um, but uh, that was probably the, the the best weekend of of the uh, of the of the year, I'd say, for the for the shows and for the you know get-togethers. Hello, my name is Chris Letty, and this question, the questions that Mr. David Quinn has proposed to me, um, very difficult, very difficult. Um, but I would say, for collecting pickups in 2019, I had many, many pickups. Um, but the few that have really stuck out to me were uh, getting into the foreign uh, carded variations of uh, Ahsoka figures um, throughout the Clone Wars and that sort of thing. And it was really fun, you know, um, <laughs> digging in and finding, uh, you know, what else was out there. But um, so that's that. And then as far as a collecting moment, well, I mean, it was really... Uh, a shared experience with uh, the co-hosts, uh, the hosts here. Um, it was at Star Wars Celebration, and I was in the presence of Mr. Uh, you know, sweet David Quinn here and uh, Justin Rowland, and we got to watch the Clone Wars panel together. And that was one of the best experiences I've ever had as uh, you know in this fandom. And I just, I'll, I'll never forget it. So I'm really glad that I got to share that moment with uh, David. And what did we do after the Clone Wars panel? Hooked up! <laughs> <laughs> no, that's going to get edited. No, no, what, we, we went back into the venue. Yeah, yeah, we went back into the venue and we went searching around for all the little stubs, right? For the, the posters. The Ahsoka posters. Yeah, and then we ended up getting a stack of Ahsoka posters, and that was, that was a fun little uh, hunt that we had there, but just a great time, and 2019 was an amazing year, collecting-wise and meetup-wise. It's really tough to pick those, you know, those moments. Yeah. Hi there, I'm Joe O'Neill, and let's see, my favorite collecting moment from 2019, the annual, that was awesome, uh, it took place last year, I was only able to make it for the, uh, for the first day, for the actual annual event, but just glad to have made it at all, and then my favorite pickup of last year was uh, a set of four waxed paper cups, uh, it was like a Coca-Cola promotion in 1985, uh, it's got some sweet Power of the Force uh, figure line art on them. There's like a little peel-off, a uh, little game piece on the bottom. I think these were given away in uh, theaters in 1985. 32-ounce uh, size cup. But the reason it's my favorite pickup is because I got it like the day before I got married last year, October 4th. So it was just a little, uh, little special, special moment there. So that's it, guy. Perfect. 
Hi, this is Dan Loisel, and uh, my favorite pickup from 2019 was I got a uh, the Empire Strikes Back uh, Millennium Falcon in the box. Um, and I think it was even more of a special pickup, not just for the item itself, but how I picked it up. It was at uh, ICCC, and the uh, Georgia Alliance of Star Wars Collectors had a uh, auction, fundraiser, raffle, and uh, I was very lucky to, uh, to win the item at that. And uh, it was great, and especially great because the money all went to a good cause. And I think my favorite moment from 2019, which was packed with great meetups and awesome experiences, but probably was uh, Celebration Chicago. It was my very first celebration, which was awesome. And it was such a great time to bring all the people that I knew and from all the different Facebook groups to get a chance to meet so many people, probably 200 people face-to-face for the first time in just a few days, which was awesome. And I worked at the uh, table for the Imperial Commissary as well as for the Empire State Club. And it was just cool to just sit there and just person after person that you knew stopping by and getting a chance to really see each other, meet each other face-to-face. It was uh, really a sort of a tipping point for me from being sort of a passive member of these groups to actually being very active. And uh, I look back on that fondly because it was a great, great experience. And for me, that was that was actually a time where I feel like I really got to connect with you and to know you because um, we hung out at the the room cells. Essentially, we, we kind of were around like the same area, the same table, and uh, and we hung out for most of the night. And that was a really special time. Yeah, no, it was absolutely like that was a perfect example of like many of the things that I had as goals in mind. There were certain people that we knew each other online, and like I know I said that to you specifically. I was like, you were on my checklist. Like I was like, I'm going to spend some time with David Quinn, get the chance to know him, and that was awesome because we had a really nice time that night, got to know each other, hang out. But I had that experience over and over again throughout that entire weekend, which was, that's why it's so magical and so special. Hi, I'm John Peck. Uh, my favorite pickup from 2019 is a Collect All 79 store display. Um, my favorite moment in the hub. What does is, what is the, the Collect All 79 uh, store display look like? It's a two-sided display. I'm trying to think off the top of my head. One side has the Emperor in the, in the center. You flip it over. The other side has uh, Emperor's Royal Guard in the center. The, the flip side of the Emperor's Royal Guard was used for the Collect All 65 display. And it was just, they reused it when they made this, the same image. So, okay. And then your, your favorite collecting moment? Uh, I don't know. There's there's too many, so I don't know what my favorite collecting moment is. Uh, oh God, just 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 any collecting moment. Um, probably here's one thing: the first time I ever actually saw on a secondary market Star Wars figures for sale was at a Star Trek convention of all places. From 2019? Uh, no, oh no, it was for 2019. I just saw it in general no, no, life. No, oh no, God. No, just, just 2019. Oh, okay. 2019, um, probably, eh, I don't know, probably celebration, I'd say. I mean, just everything about it, the archive party, just hanging out. Uh, one moment was hanging out the bar until 3.30 in the morning at the hotel. <laughs> that, that was hilarious. Uh, so yeah, I'd say that's it. And uh, seeing uh, Darren McLean singing karaoke all night, that was Cut good. Hi, my name is uh, David Quinton. Oh, sorry, Ross Barr. Um, I was just looking at how handsome you are. Sorry about that. It threw me off. So I'm supposed to talk about a few things, right? My favorite pickup of 2019. I used to own 
a uh, early bird kit, early bird set of figures a few years ago, and I sold it, and it was one of those first like top uh, items I had in my collection. I really loved it. I don't know why I sold it, and so I've been casually looking at them as I've seen prices come down a little bit. And the uh, Hakes auction, which I think was just this fall, late fall, they had a few early bird kits. They had three, I believe, early bird sets. Um, one, the lowest grade one, was a seventy in AFA. That that other, the other guys, <laughs> the other guys, right? I'm doing air quotes here. You can't hear that on a podcast, but the other guy. No, I'm kidding. So it was an AFA seventy, but everything else was very, very nice. And it was eighty five baggy, eighty five figures, but the box was seventy because on the back of it, someone had written in Sharpie Star Wars guys on it a very interesting piece Star Wars guys now they you know, part of part of it was rubbed off because whoever had it or whoever bought it later in time maybe regretted writing on there and tried to like take it off and it was like somewhat somewhat messed up but it was cool it was an interesting piece so there's that's that my favorite from 2019 and I would say one of my you asked one of my best moments in collecting or Star Wars I would say probably my very first celebration um, in 2015 in Anaheim you know it was the first time I saw all these people that you know I know from all over the world it was very early no, the question was your favorite collecting moment from 2019 oh from 2019 <laughs> I did the same thing as Peck oh man moment <laughs> ever Oh man, now I'm stumped. Now I'm like, I'm I'm freezing. Um, gosh, you know my collecting kind of went kind of went down a little bit with the CES thing. I hadn't been buying as much. I went went to a decent amount of meetups, but I would say the one in 2019 was probably celebration again. I would say that celebration was cool. It was very very cool. Anything specific? Is easy. Yeah, I guess that's the easy answer. Right? Right. Oh yeah, I yeah. love being Eating at the greatest Star Wars yeah. so, you know convention right. with all of my friends from all over the world. But was there anything specific though from from uh, well, Chicago? So for me, it was a different experience because. You know, I've, I've been involved with CES for a couple of years now, but this is the first time that I ever did celebration as a vendor. It, it took away from it, to be honest with you, because all the, the not the all the other celebrations. I've been to two other celebrations, fifteen and seventeen. Those I went to all the panels, I did all the events. But when you're a vendor that's at a table, stuck at a table, it's it's a different feel. Having the responsibility and holding all these people's collectibles when I'm like, all I want to do is drink beer and hang out really late <laughs> with my friends, right? But it was cool. It was a place where so many people came. So many friends made submissions and stuff like that. And it was an interesting angle to the whole celebration aspect. Right? Different. Like I said, there was things that I missed out on as a result. But it was. But then you had at at night. We would all get together in that, in that bar area, and that was a lot of. Fun. Yeah, yeah. I took my shirt off a few times. It was a good time. It was a good time. No, I never, I never did that. There did was a guy though. Did you see? There was a guy who had. Uh, the top half of him was Leia in the bikini and the bottom half was the Wampa feet. I did not see that. Now I'm going to have nightmares. Thank you. It's like a minotaur almost, like a yes, really yes. creepy minotaur, yes. right? The unsexiest minotaur you'll ever right, see. Right, right, But, I mean, that's the easiest answer because obviously there's all your friends that are there. There's everything Star Wars and it's a great time. I mean, I, you know, I have a lot going on in my life and... Um, you know, a lot of happiness in my life, but that's still one of the happiest things that I do in any year or every year. And it's great we have another one this year, so I look forward to that. So, 
Sorry, <laughs> I went back to my first celebration. But I came, I came to the ultimate celebration because that's it. That's really it. Yeah, that's really it. So I, I looked over, as you said, I looked over at John Peck, and he just kind of, kind of angled toward you, like kind of threw a thumb at you, like this guy. <laughs> but no, while you're here though, too, yeah. since so we are at your house that's today right. for we're in, the, we're in the room that no one sits in ever, right? <laughs> Everyone has that room in their house that no, the you know, there's a couch, the formal living room that no one goes into. I think I've lived here three and a half years. I think I've sat here twice, so which is yeah. good. Get some use. It's good. It's wonderful. Nice, nice and very firm couch cushions, Mr. Peck. Very firm. Very firm. But but this is really wonderful. This is our our first meetup of the year. Yeah. You know, at least for for most people, if not everybody. And uh, it's just been such a pleasant, wonderful thing. I mean, awesome. you are you are loved within our hobby, and and to have people come in from places like the Carolinas, like Nashville, Canada, uh, Canada yeah. California, yeah. Brian Angel. Yeah. You know, Connecticut's not a not a short drive. No, you know, that's yeah. not. Bad. That's commitment to yeah, come and I hang like out it. and eat Philly cheesesteaks with me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and we were served Philly cheesesteaks on these yeah. beautiful. So I, had, I had like a Philly themed food. Hopefully, a lot of people may not have seen it, but it was Philly cheesesteak, yeah. Philly pretzel factory, tasty cakes, which yeah. is a Philly brand. So, Rocky's showing up in a little bit. I can't crazy. wait. <laughs> No, so this was a really special event, and I just I wanted to thank you on on record as well That's too right. to say like this was just a wonderful time. And if anyone's hearing this, come out to meetups because they're, they're just like the people here are great. Uh, people brought stuff to, to buy, sell, trade, which is always fun too. But just hanging out in a in a kitchen or in a room that's never used is <laughs> it's really enjoyable. So. It's a firm couch. Yes, right. it's firm couch. Totally firm. Yes. All right. Thank Thanks, you, Ross. Appreciate it, bud. Appreciate it. Hey, this is Trent Bailey from Nashville, Tennessee. Uh, 2019 was an amazing year for collecting in general, either from the uh, standpoint of you know hanging with friends or picking things up. But if I had to you know, really narrow it down, the number one collecting experience or moment was by far the uh, Imperial Commissary Collectors Convention, getting to host all my friends in my house, getting to showcase my collection so people could kind of know more about me, uh, what I collect. That was definitely the highlight. You know, we, we always talk about the relationships being more than the toys, and that was the you know, kind of the proof in the pudding was that that experience. Um, as far as pickups, though, I, I mean, of course, we, we throughout the year you pick up a lot of cool things, but the number one thing for me was a Obi Wan Kenobi Power of the Force two first shot. Um, just the figure, not the cloak or the lightsaber. But when I start looking back at Star Wars and how it shaped me, the first thing that I recall was going to Toys R Us with my dad, maybe my mom, my memory's not the best, um, but we went, and there are only two figures that I even looked at that day were Power of the Force 2, Star Wars, Luke Skywalker, and Obi-Wan Kenobi. I didn't know anything about Star Wars, but those two figures are what started me off. So for me to get a pre-production piece of Obi-Wan from the Power of the Force 2 line, kind of makes it come full circle in a certain way and um it's within the last year that has just i always go back to the case that that's in and that's the number one thing that i think about not the most expensive or the rarest thing i got but by far the most profound thing and you know i'm not gonna say who i got it from but at the same time knowing who i got it from as a close friend means a whole lot too so yeah so th- those are my kind of two things for 2019 Hopefully 2020 is better, but man, it's going to be hard to, you know, top some of 2019. So, in any case, Trent Belly from Nashville, Tennessee, and uh, may the force be with you always.
Hello, everyone. I'm Tom Quinn, and David has asked me to talk about my favorite piece that I acquired in 2019. And my favorite things that I get are always gifts from people. Um, I have been gifted some amazing, amazing pieces. Uh, but I would say my, my favorite one came from Chris and Stephanie at Celebration. They bought me a beautiful Ray print um, because they know that's my favorite character. And I'm going to get it framed up and, and put on my wall. I just thought that was the most thoughtful thing that somebody could do. Um, and along the same lines, uh, my favorite collecting moment was... Uh, was actually not a collecting moment at all. It was actually uh, friends of mine in the club invited me to use the wife's ticket to go and see uh, at Celebration to get into the hall for the Episode 9 panel. Uh, I've always wanted to, to see the, the actors up close, and I got to see them on stage. They're right next to the stage. Uh, so I, I'm just so thankful for Brian and, and Sandra. Uh, if you're listening, Brian... Um, you guys are the best, and I really appreciate it. That was a very memorable moment, and it meant a lot because I, I get to hang out with the best collectors in the world. So so that's my best moment of 2019. I'm Stephanie Riley, and I am not prepared for this interview. <laughs> my favorite... I guess my favorite pickup isn't something that I bought. Tom Quinn who's actually sitting right there, came over to me at an event and said to me, hey, I got something for you in the trunk of my car. And I was a little frightened, but I went with him anyway. <laughs> and he had bought me one of those, those Vader prototype exclusives from Target because he knows that I, I love Darth Vader and I have it displayed on my desk at work. So that was pretty cool. That was very nice. And I'm glad I went with a strange man to his car in the dark. And moments. There's a lot of moments. I have to just pick one moment? Thank you. Few. Tired, isn't it? Sorry. There's a lot of oh, moments. Oh, yeah, you can edit it. You can edit it. <laughs> I think you should definitely keep, keep Todd's comments in. I'm just going to say planning the annual with Chris and Ron and... All the people involved, there were so many people involved, Tom and Jason Thomas and everybody, that was, that was a lot of fun, just getting actually, the event was great, but getting to plan it, the excitement of how we're going to do this, and just the whole idea of wanting to put on something for everybody, and everyone, get everyone together and involved, that was really cool, just the whole planning and the excitement of the planning, and uh, I guess that's, I'm just going to stop there, because there's so many moments I could go on for a really long time. This is Mike Mensinger. Um, in terms of my favorite collecting memory from the past year in 2019, um, it would probably be one of the major collecting um, experiences that I went to, probably something like Celebration, um, where I got to see a lot of people that I'm friends with and, and hang out with. Um, that would be that. And in terms of favorite acquisition, um, it's actually maybe not Star Wars, but it's maybe not my favorite acquisition, but a, a, an important one. Um, I actually picked up some Pokemon hard copies recently, and uh, it's a Pokemon Go is a game that I play on a regular basis, so my my kind of prototype collecting managed to inch its way into Pokemon, and I, I picked up some cool pieces there. Hi, my name's Yehuda Kleinman, and my best pickup of last year 
was a poster. It was um, a one sheet from the first movie from Star Wars from 1978, and I've been after one of those for quite a while. And I really enjoy having that on my wall. And one of my most favorite experiences from this past year was going to Disney World with my family and seeing the new Disney World Star Wars land and going on the rides and enjoying the experience. Hi, Gordy Owen. Uh, favorite pickups of 2019? First shot vintage hammerhead. First first shot vintage um, item I've ever owned. Also, um, transparency for the uh, Hoth store display vintage. Uh, again, first transparency I own. Really honored to own both of those pieces. Um, favorite moments? Hard to narrow it down, but I'm going to say room sales at the annual. Um, having time to talk and hang out and not rushing through, um, getting to spend quality time with a whole bunch of people I knew by name but haven't had a conversation with, um, nothing better than that. Hi, my name's Rob Amatea. My uh, favorite collecting pickup of 2019 would be uh, Power Droid 4-Up. It's for an unproduced Java playset. I've been chasing the piece for 20-plus years, so I was happy to finally get that uh, in my collection. As for my favorite collecting moment, I would, would have to say any time we're at Celebration, I get to hang with all these guys. You know, that's... that's Tops anything else that I can think of on my list. It's just hanging with the good friends that I've made in the hobby, and uh, that's, that's about it. Was there any specific moment from this year's celebration? Watching the 501st people being drunk and dancing all over the place was, was a fun spectator sport. We had maybe 20, 30 people just sitting on the sidelines and watching them go. And, you know, the way the girls were dancing, you know, Find my Facebook page and you'll see it. <laughs> Hello, I'm Edwin Nagy. Uh, favorite pickup uh, is probably the uh, Falcon, um, the re-release. It was uh, 1998, I think, Power of Force 2, when they um, they you know, decided to they were going to remanufacture the the ships. They decided to pull out the old molds and they made. Uh, I believe it's a hard copy or first shot. First shot. First shot of, of the uh, Millennium Falcon. So it's all like this, almost like white plastic um, uh, material. It's like a translucent white. Translucent, yes. Yeah. Um, it was that celebration in uh, in April. Uh, something that me and the seller were talking back and forth for the longest time, and of course, once I seen it and just fell in love with it, and uh, came into agreement and. Uh, and I was able to get it, so that's probably my favorite uh, favorite pickup. This is such a cool, you know, the, the chessboard is uh, the game table is all that cream. It's a, like a white cream color. Uh, all the, the ramps, the um, uh, the gunner, the, the it's all it's all the same neutral. You know, uh, it's about as close as you get it to getting a first shot. Uh, to you know, because it's from the original molds. So it's a pretty cool pickup for me. Favorite collecting moment? Favorite collecting moment is probably at the annual. It was the annual when uh, me and a seller were going back and forth about a specific piece and eh, call it either a misunderstanding or or, uh, 
misdirection or whatever, but it was uh, the person I had told the person to bring the piece because we didn't agree on price. I had my price, he had his price, and I said, Are you coming to the annual? Which is, you know, an event in itself. And he brought it, and uh, but it was already had been sold, which you know, kind of <laughs> sucked. <Yeah>. And um, <clears throat> here you go, handsome man. Enjoy. Thank you, sir. Yep. Appreciate it. And uh, but you know, if things happen for a reason, and if things are meant to be, then they're meant to be. And it turned out that the person who sold it, who bought it, uh, had second thoughts. He and uh, decided that this is something for him to buy, and in the end, I ended up being able to pick it up, and it was a DT band. So that was definitely uh, very heartbreaking, and yet. Uh, um, Exhilarating moment pickup for 2019. And of course, you know, they're hanging out at the annual with friends, and then there's celebration, and then there's the meetups. And when you combine all of that, that's what really, you know, makes everything uh, so enjoyable. You know, everybody has their own views on on what they collect, their own styles of collecting. Um, But the, the the, the passion is all the common factor, and that's all that matters. That's the good thing about it. So, my name is Robin Bokra, and for my favorite pickup of 2019, I would have to say it was from the prop store auction, and I was able to pick up the uh, baby Ewok that they were selling, and now with doing some research, I'm realizing that it actually was the nippet, in fact, from the basket that was being uh, pet and stroked on the head, and they had lightened up the chest fur on it for doing Caravan of Courage when they were reshooting. They reused, uh, when they were shooting, they were reusing the props from the original Return of the Jedi, and they actually altered some of the originals. So this actually is the puppet that was from that, those scenes. So it's pretty cool because it didn't look like that at first, but I realized that it actually is a screen match to that. So that's pretty neat. And my favorite... Memory, I would have to say, is when I was walking around Cincinnati with my girlfriend, Vicki Bitter, and we were looking for the uh, Kenner Wall, and we couldn't find it. And the funny thing is, she lives in Cincinnati, and she's been there a hundred times, and we're just walking round and round and round, and she goes, the wall was here. I'm like, the walls don't move, and the building didn't move, and she goes, I, I can't find it. And so we, we just kept walking round and round and round for a half hour, and then suddenly, like, we looked up, and we were like, ah! And we found it, and it, it's like... It, that's not where she left it last time, but we found it, and it was really cool, and it was bigger than life, and some things are underwhelming, but I actually felt that that was bigger than life and more colorful and more beautiful and uh, emotionally inspiring. So that's my favorite memory. Hi, my name is F.J. DeRobertis um, from Washington Township, New Jersey, and my favorite collectible pickup of 2019 is actually... Um, it's the last figure that I needed on a card um, to complete my collection. And my friend Robin found it for me and gifted it to me. And it's my Imperial Gunner Power of the Force card. It was the last figure I happened to need. Um, and she helped complete my run of all carded figures. So uh, it has a very special place in my, in my Star Wars room in my case. It's right in the center uh, when you come in. And my favorite memory of 2019, um, I was very lucky and I was chosen to uh, go to Disney and film a marketing campaign for the new ride, The Rise of the Resistance. So we were part, uh, they flew my partner and I out, all expenses paid, 
and uh, we after we filmed, which was amazing, it was actually filmed on my birthday. I mean, I, I don't know how you could top that ever. I, uh, I'll never be able to top that birthday again. Um, and after we filmed, they, they interviewed us as well as experiencing the ride. Then they took us to build a lightsaber at Galaxy's Edge, which was just an unbelievable experience. And then we were given a jacket, like an X-Wing custom-made jacket that was like distressed and made to look like it was movie-used. And on a vest that has our name written in like the Star Wars language, language we were given a medal uh, with our name on it. it was, it's just a piece that's now in my Star Wars room. I actually put on a mannequin uh, that's just unique. Um, you know, there's only three of them in existence. So um, that, that was amazing, you know, to have such a special memory for 2019 to kind of complete my big, probably one of my biggest Star Wars years. So, yeah, it's been a good year. <laughs> Hi, I'm Mark Rusciano. I feel like it's an easy slam dunk that I'm going to say over and over that the best pickup of for me for for 19 was um, delay a 31 back proof uh, because that's a big point for me because I while I've been collecting for a very very long time I very rarely have something that other people don't and um, it's fine like I mean I have rare things but I don't have stuff that other people don't and I know the other question is my collecting moment speaking more from a probably a philosophical but you know anything it wanted to be right mm-hmm. and I would say the fact that I got referred to Randy Frell's like sale when he was moving his proofs like that uh, I feel like is a, I, I do I feel like it's a big deal I feel like it's something that even thinking about right now I, I remember telling my wife that like I got referred for something like this and I, I know I've, I've said this before and I'm not trying to beat a dead drum but I've been a very independent collector my whole life since the late 70s and Rebel Scum intimidated me and the last four or five years I've kind of you know I went to, the funny thing is I remember talking to Brian Emery one time and he was shocked to hear I was at like eight celebrations he's like how have you never done anything and I'm like I didn't it's just weird that you're right I haven't a lot of times I traveled by myself and things like that being an only child it made sense so it, it didn't bother me but when you start diving into certain levels of this uh, hobby it's uh, intimidating and it makes you question your own, you know, uh, worth in it. You know, it's it's. I'm not trying to describe it as like a high like high school where like you gotta like worry about like uh, status symbol and things like that. But it just opened an entire world of things that I didn't uh, realize held that importance for somebody who was in his own mind, his own world, thinking he was the greatest Star Wars fan that like ever existed. And anyway, so like I like to you know, I respect what everybody's done, so I always like to pay my dues and I'm 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 not forward in a way and stuff like that. And also I don't have the money to come in and blow anything away. Uh but I decided to start downsizing my collection, uh a lot of it built from childhood to have one to have single big items. And you know, some advice from some vets in the business that I gave with that if you this is an opportunity to earn respect. So it's like you do it in a way where you put out the feelers, and you'll know when it's there. Get the nut, have your plan, know what you're going to do. And uh, when I got referred to that, I felt like it was, you know, somebody I never talked to contacted me because they wanted to work into, you know, Randy's big deal of all this stuff. And I was mentioned, being or trying to be organic, organic focus for a while, never having that kind of pre-production. And uh, I scooped up one of them. I flipped a good amount of my stuff. It was you know, this is stuff me and my wife talked about. It was like a very big deal. It sits in a very special place in the house. And so I guess that was the best collection. But the moment too that was tied around that was that it was referred. And then to get the big deal done with everything to get the good lot price, I actually referred another proof 
to somebody else, you know, and um, took it right away, you know, and now I know where I have to go to steal it when, because <laughs> it was offered to me and I couldn't afford both, so I know where I have to go get it. Um, no, but, um, and it stayed in Empire State Collectors Club. I'm talking about Ed, Ed bought the return layup proof, which Randy had also offered me as part of the 31 back uh, ESB proof. Um, so, and another little tie in there was funny is that is to do that, I started selling a lot of stuff, and it was the first time in a while I realized I had stuff that people wanted because I flipped a lot of good items that, you know, I had. I don't want to say I was, I don't, I don't want to lack focus, but I do niche. I do things that inspire me, things that I think about. I see somebody else has, I didn't know existed. I'm going to put that on the list. So, when I started selling some of those, it was the first time that, like, I also had a lot of stuff that people, I was able to afford the layer proof, is my point, David. <laughs> Very cool. Cool. R5D420. <laughs> and later that night, Robin Boker presented Brian Angel with a special award. Wow. Uh, what is that? It's an award for attending the most meetups and conventions of anyone in the Star Wars three community. Weeks in. We're three weeks in. How does she know in 2020? Oh, yeah. Good call. Good call. Thanks, Bob. Hey, this is Brian Angel, and I am representing California, the Vintage Star Wars Collectors Club from California, and I made the trip out here to my good friend Ross Bars for um, Rossathon, or Rossatron? What is it? He's a Rossatron. The, bar- the bartender. The bartender. The bartender. Perfectly appropriate. Anyway, the topic of the day is favorite collecting moment from 2019 and favorite piece from 2019. So I think as everything good in Star Wars, both of these things revolve around good friends. So no question about it, my favorite moment is um, one night at the annual. It was actually the night after the annual um, in... uh, in Newburgh, it was in Newburgh. Fishkill, Fishkill, um, right after the annual, the night after the annual, and it was just hanging out with Justin Haney and his wife Jen, and with Trent Bailey and with uh, Corey Bailey, and you, Mr. David Quinn, as well as Matt George and Bill Cable, and um, we just. For whatever reason, sometimes there's just magic in the air. And we just had one of those wild ride of a night that if someone was following us around with a camera, there definitely would have been like a cut up, almost like a teenage high school, you know, uh, cutting it up, letting it loose type of movie. The police um, were almost involved. So sure. They were a little bit involved, but you know what? They were, they were okay. Um, but no, it was just a night where I think people, we all realized that we had a lot more in common than we knew before and we all clicked and just uh, really it was almost like time was frozen and we appreciated the moment for what it was and um, nobody was thinking about any of their obligations in life nobody was you know thinking about any hierarchies of collecting or collections or anything like that it was just a moment of fun and in this crazy world if you can just release everything it's almost like when you suspend disbelief watching a star wars movie it was almost a suspension of disbelief of friendship that you could have such good friends coming from you know all over the country and bonding over Star Wars and then really just partying. So, which I'm kind of a fan of that. Yeah, sure. So, you know, I think that the annual 2019 uh, Cheeks Bottle. And so, um, favorite piece. Now, this was a little nutty because 
whenever you're leaving celebration, you're on this euphoric emotion of being spent. You've loved everyone that you can love. You've spent every penny that you have, including all the money you haven't made yet that year. You've like, you've just expended everything. You don't have anything left. And I was in the plane on the way back, and my good friend Richard Hutchinson, a fellow R5 collector. Hello, Richard Hutchinson. Richard uh, and uh, Simon McOwen. Both of the Vintage Rebellion pod, Vintage Rebellion podcast. Um, they both hit me up, and there was a Harbert R5 for sale on um, the SWFUK. And uh, long story short, is that it's a red bar. They wound up negotiating the deal for me, getting a better price than I would have ever gotten because I would have just paid up for it. And uh, the the bonus was that when it came to my house. I wound up doing some, you know, digging on the backstory of it, and it actually wound up coming from a find that was originated in Italy, and it was when the salesman for the Harvard factory, when he passed away, these were all of his salesman samples. So that red bar R5, it's it's one of a kind in terms of what people know is out there. There might be another one out there, but I've never seen it or heard of it. And uh, then I had to wind up buying a Chewy and an R2-D2 with it because the guy was only selling it as a lot. And But it's cool because now I have a Chewbacca, an R2-D2, and a red bar R5 Harbor that were all salesman samples. They're just gorgeous figures. Um, but more than that, it was just that this originated from friends and was something that I was able to pull off. You know, that just, it took celebration, it took that euphoria and that come down, and it turned it into just an extension of celebration that was going on for the next few months, and uh, it was super special. If you want to hear the full story, not to cross-promote podcasts, but if you want to hear the full story, I've, tell, I've told the full story on the Vintage Rebellion podcast, and it was so amazing how it all unfolded, but uh, I think just the friendship, the, the amount of effort and energy that Richard and Simon were willing to put forth, especially another R5 collector, to get something into my run, um, just the amount that they were willing to put forth to do that was... Um, super touching and it makes it a piece that I'll always have and love hey this is Lauren Starkiller um, from Albany New York hanging out at Ross's house um, my I guess I'll start with the acquisition that I had because I do remember something that me and Tom Quinn did recently within the last couple of months we did a Star Wars paint and sip and it was also trivia, so I got to paint Kylo Ren, and Tom, of course, painted Ray. And uh, it was such a fun time. We just sipped on some champagne, painted Star Wars, and won trivia, of course. And uh, it was it was really fun, and I got a really cool painting and a really good memory out of it. Um, as far as my favorite collecting memory, oh, there's so many. Um, well, celebration, obviously. That was one of the best weeks of my life um, just hanging out with people because this time at Celebration I didn't have the like I didn't have to be somewhere to meet somebody at a certain time it was just very chill and relaxing um, and I didn't have any like obligations to be anywhere not that anything Star Wars related is an obligation but still it was fun to just kind of sit back relax and take it all in and not have to rush to be anywhere and it just it made me enjoy it a lot more than 
Orlando. I had a blast in Orlando, but Chicago was much more, I guess, fun. I'll say, I'll, I'll say fun. Um, but that and then the annual. You can't, you can't forget the annual when you're talking about really good collecting memories. Because that, that whole weekend, it was just seeing a group of my best friends from all around the world. And it was just... It was amazing. Like, I just, I, I will never forget that. And it was just probably one of my favorite memories, not of just 2019, but of this whole time I've been within the collector's community. It's just a great time. My name is Matthew Demick. I'm a Star Wars collector. And my favorite moment of 2019 and my favorite pickup of 2019 are both one and the same. My aunt recently passed away from cancer, and when I was a little boy, when Star Wars A New Hope was still in the theaters, she used to bring me to a store called Two Guys. And anytime I did something good or was getting a reward, she would bring me to Two Guys and say, or I would say to her, can we go to Two Guys? Can we go to Two Guys? This is when I was very small. So in order to commemorate her passing, I wanted to um, get a figure that had a two guys price tag on it. And it's not the most glamorous figure. I got an Empire Strikes Back walrus man, but that two guys price tag is actually priceless to me. So that is my collecting moment and my favorite piece of 2019. Hi, I'm Chris Riley. And uh, uh, let's see. Oh, hey, how's it going? Um, my favorite pickup of 2019. Oh, geez, there's been so. Uh, there's been a lot of them. Um, I guess the, my favorite would probably be like one of the most recent ones that I got was I was uh, fortunate enough to find a uh, a two pack which I wasn't looking for, but it had a Lloyd's price sticker on it. Uh, Lloyd's is a department store from Orange County, New York, that. Uh, I believe there's two or three of them in like Newburgh, New York and Middletown, New York that we frequented when I was a child. And, uh, you know, it was one that it was one of those uh, early superstores. So I believe it started in like late 60s and ran through like the early 80s. And point being is uh, they they combined was one of the early models of combining a, a supermarket and a department store. And uh, so I would always go run and hide in the toy section while my parents did this food shop and, and uh, look at the toys and get a lot of my Star Wars figures from there. But the thing is, I found out when I tried, you know, finding a, an ex- example of a price, on a, with a price sticker on a card back is that Lloyd's, depart- Lloyd's department store bought a lot of their toys through KB. So a lot of the uh, toys from there had KB stickers. So actually finding a, a, a Return of Jedi 2 pack that had a Lloyd sticker on it was really special for the, uh, you know, and I just got that in the last month or so. But, um, and then also that... Who's in the two-pack? The two-pack's at Akbar, right? And, uh, and then uh, uh, Combat Poncho Leia, or Leia Poncho, mm-hmm. you know? Nice. No accessories or anything. And uh, so I guess, and then what was the other one? Uh, favorite moment, uh, 2019. I gotta say, it was the, one of the favorite moments was like, because we, we did the annual through the Empire State Collectors Club, but like one of the favorite moments for me personally was, is the morning of the event, 
and setting up for the event. You know, you remember you were in there, you were setting up for the podcast and stuff like that. We were in there. I had my, well, it was in there with Ron and Bella and, and Jason Thomas and stuff and uh, had my dog running around. And it was just, it was, uh, it was, a, it was the pinnacle of eight months of work and planning and stuff coming to a head. And here we are, we're finally here. I remember there was like uh, Bob Owls over there with his wife packaging, uh, putting together the, yes. the, the, the sponsor statues. You're over there testing mics, trying to get and Chris Porteous is setting up for the audio visual. Mm-hmm. We had the bartender setting up and we're just putting up the banners. And it was we just, had Led Zeppelin and Metallica playing. Yes. Yeah, so at that point, that was probably... Uh, right there was probably one of my favorite moments of 2019 because it was just like the calm before the storm but then at the same time realizing like this is like what we've been working on and and looking forward to and it was just like getting the excitement that we're going to get to like open up and say hey here everybody this is this is it you know what I mean so that that was probably one of my favorite moments of 2019 cool man hey Dave it's Mike Boniface um I gotta say that my best pickup was a Graflex, uh, well, we'll call it a lightsaber, but it's the, uh, the flash uh, handle. And uh, a friend of mine from church gave it to me, and it was an amazing story because we just started talking about this camera. And he was a antique dealer. And I said, you know, there, there, there's an antique camera out there that's got this uh, flash handle, and it's actually this, this saber handle from... Uh, well, whatever. It was, it was, just, it was a saber handle from Star Wars. And uh, he, he says, yeah, I think I got that. And then next thing you know, this uh, he's got it in my, in my house. And, and I'm like, holy cow, that's that's the saber. And uh, so he gifted it to me, and I was blown away. So that was probably my favorite pickup for the year. Because uh, I, I never understood like the different sabers on screen until I seen that saber and I'm like holy cow now every time I watch the movie it's like I can't see anything but the flash handle and it looks ridiculous and and, <laughs> and just to, to specify so Graflex is it, it's it's for a, a, a camera essentially oh yeah it's just the the Lucasfilm apparently needed something to look like a handle to something cool from the future and they grabbed this uh, Graflex flash handle and then went with it so that that was my pickup that I think was awesome uh, my favorite collecting memory is a conglomerate of memories of nights like this where I was able to come to meetups and meet uh, just different collectors and every time that you come out to an event like this you, you, you tend to get to know somebody a little bit better than you did the last time you know you see the same faces but the next thing you know you talk to them and uh just get it's nice to develop those relationships and that's what's really meaningful about this hobby to me is just having that depth of knowing somebody a little bit better and uh as poor as i am at like humaning or (laughs) you know (laughs) forming relationships it's like this hobby tends to just draw people together and uh it's over you know something stupid and fun and uh I don't know. I love it. I, I keep coming back. So, you know, anybody that uh, doesn't think they maybe want to, I don't know, sounds stupid now, but it's like if you, you think, you know, like you don't like person real well, it's like come out to these things and you'll meet people that you never thought you'd uh, click with and just share common stories and it's fun. So I don't know. 
All right, so uh, this is Toby Black um, answering to uh, what is the greatest thing I got or purchased this year in 2019. <coughs> and it did. It happened late in the year. A um, factory-sealed Canadian uh, Star Destroyer playset. Uh, so uh, special for two reasons. Uh, one is Canadian. That's important to me. And um, Canadian numbers, we didn't have... I've said this before. We uh, Canadians weren't making the same income as Americans were back in the 70s and 80s. So our production numbers of large plastic playsets were smaller. So with the math being 1 to 10 as a ratio, American to Canadian... Our big plastic uh, piece numbers, at Walker, uh, Millennium Falcon, what have you, are, were even lower than one-tenth. So a, a Star Destroyer is quite rare because it was a large plastic playset. So it's extra special or extra rare. That's the math behind that. Uh, that, was the, that was the best thing I purchased this year, a factory-sealed uh, Star Destroyer playset in a Canadian box. My favorite Star Wars collector moment of 2019 is uh, probably, again, uh, going back to Cincinnati. Um, and I had some other great highlights, you know, uh, FonzCon, uh, meetups, all that other good stuff. I, I love the Cincinnati show. I think it's organized. I think it's... Uh, yeah, again, it's organized. I know busted tubs of wrestling figures on the ground. Uh, just good collectors, you know what I mean? Um got a whole all walks of life out there so uh yeah i love i love that show i love going to cincinnati i also again even as a canadian focused collector i get where it all came from it all came from cincinnati so it's it's the center of it all uh yeah that was and i got to go to lemkel's again got to go to um kyle rose's place uh saw some great stuff saw some great people yeah it's going to cincinnati was my favorite uh highlight of the year hi it's chris georgulius Traveling up to uh, Empire State meetup at Ross Barr's house. Came from North Carolina, just jumped on a plane and came up and to hang out with everybody, having a good time. Helping Dave here with some uh, Q&A about favorite things from 2019. Um, I'd say probably one of my, it's hard, uh, favorite moments, but, you know, there was, celebration for me is always really big. Then we had a celebration in Chicago. So the first time uh, we were in Chicago and uh, working with the collecting track. And um, just in general, to me, celebration is an amazing time. You know, it's so many days of just like nonstop hanging out with folks and, and doing the Star Wars thing and the collecting thing. Um, I got to do a presentation with uh, Jim Swearingen, um, former Kenner designer, and um, about concepts, and we had a great audience, and people were really interested in the material. As we were working on the presentation, Jim was learning things from me. Believe it or not, he did the, that. I have way more detailed records than he ever would have kept um, about things that they worked on, things that he may have worked on. So he was happy to do it. He was excited to finally have a lot of reference material that he could use in the future for other projects. So that was that went really well. It was a really good time. Um, a lot of interest for people and you know they know Jim now from Toys That Made Us so it's good to see him get some uh, recognition for all that and um, yeah just in general the, the collecting track always goes really well I spend most of my time like in the back room organizing things and whatnot with like, the giveaways because 
sort of my, my deal on the collecting track, um, managing all that. So, um, and it was like a stellar year for swag. So I'll say like one of the coolest pieces I got in 2019 um, was made by Brian Horner. He's in uh, Indiana, a Star Wars guy, and he made a like a Presto Magics type transfer set for um, like the filming of Star Wars in 1976, and he did all the artwork. He printed this thing out. It was one of the most amazing pieces of swag. And um, he, like it was like behind-the-scenes set or you'd get the cameras and the mics and set them up and you know the the guy with the pink shorts and the boom mic was in there you know and and it was such an incredible idea and to see it executed um you know really was amazing i was really stoked to get one of those pieces so i'd say uh, a lot of good things in 2019 but Every time I think things are going to taper down, they keep going. So start every, you know, I remember Celebration Five telling people, "This is the biggest one. They'll, they'll go downhill from now." You know, and that was so long ago, and they they keep getting bigger. So amazing, you know. And that's just narrowing it to one thing. We had, you know, the um, the annual was awesome. Came up for that too, multi day event, hanging out with everybody. I mean, you, it's hard to even pick favorites and things now. You just like trying to squeeze so much in on a year and hope it keeps going. So. Hey, Chris Vargas. Uh, 2019 highlights was definitely hosting my first, uh, even though it was a small and local Empire State Star Wars group meetup. Nice to have people over and always make new friends. And um, as far as collecting goes, Spent a lot of time last year buying hot toys, so I would think that my number one collecting moment last year was probably the hot, hot toys layer that my wife bought me for our anniversary. And um, yeah, just, you know, I didn't really spend a lot of money on Star Wars or collecting last year, but I did spend a lot of time hanging out with people that I enjoy seeing who are like-minded, and it's just a great time being in this community. STQ, what is your favorite pickup of 2019? Okay, so my name is Dave Quinn. Uh, no, it's Sweet David Quinn. Sweet SCQ. David Quinn. Don't get it twisted. <laughs> and I've lost my voice now being at Ross's house. It is... Uh, it is 11.52. Way too uh, late. Yeah, yeah. We've been here almost 12 hours, um, and I've totally lost my voice. So uh, I think my favorite pickup of last year was actually a modern piece, and it was a six-inch uh, Black Series hard copy, uh, unpainted, of Luke X-Wing. Luke is my favorite character, especially from the vintage, uh, the vintage films, or the, the original trilogy. And, um, and I, it was just, it was a dream of mine to get a hard copy. Uh, you don't see very many, if any, have only ever seen one, and it was a Darth Vader. And so to get my favorite character and to get it as um, an unpainted hard copy that's pinned and it comes with all the accessories and to get it from an amazing uh, source as well uh, just means a lot to me. So that's my, that's my favorite. And uh, my favorite moment... Um, it's actually, it's, it's probably, uh, either the round table discussion that we, that we did. That yeah. That is mine. Yeah, it was. That is mine. I, I think I have like three that pop up. Um, and actually maybe more, but I have a, I have a bunch. So I would say like Kyle Rose's place in Cincinnati. That was a really good one. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the round table discussion that we did in my hotel room in Fishkill. That was another one. Um, 
I think uh, there was a, a moment from um, from Celebration when they announced the, the title of the what was the latest movie, which was episode nine. Uh, I jumped out of my seat and just started just shouting for no reason with my <laughs> arms up in the air. But that was really cool. We're doing this! <laughs> yeah. uh, so, Star Wars! Yeah, so I think, I think those were kind of, those, those were all kind of, kind of in the mix. Um, I had one more and I can't remember it, but that's okay. Yeah, so, so that was, uh, it was, it was just, it was actually a really, really good year. And, and there's, when you really think of it, I, I've asked this question the entire night and I never actually got a chance to, to think of my own, but I have so many that it's like I could just fill a book. It, and I think, it's very hard to just describe one moment or one instance or one thing in 2019 because Star Wars is so much to all of us. I mean, it really is. Like, it, it, it's hard to, to define it into one individual thing. And, like, well, if you We're, we're going to try right now. I'm going to yeah, pass this over yeah. to you, so introduce yourself. Hello, this is Corey Bailey, a.k.a. The Wicked Chick. Um, so, if you ask me my favorite pickup, it, it, it's really hard, but honestly, I love getting the artwork to the math book uh, it's, it's solely wicked and it's one of the math books the ewog math books that came out and uh we got it at the ICCCCC, and it was great because eventually i was able to track down the actual book that the artwork was a part of and it was pretty cool to be able to have full circle for that as far as uh, a favorite collecting moment, oh, a favorite collecting moment. Like I loved our, I I truly cherished our round table discussion because it was not just like talking about Star Wars. It wasn't just like friends hanging out. It was everything above. I mean, like people I didn't know totally. We all came together. We sat at a table. We discussed. A little bit of hockey. Hey, Bill Cable. Like, penguins suck, but whatever. Um, <laughs> like, no, we all just got together and had that common bond, that love and that passion for Star Wars. And it was great to, like, come together with everyone and just discuss it and have that amazing, like, passion uh, connection. Yeah, connection. I'm just like, I'm sitting here like trying to figure out the words. And it's just like, we all were sitting there in that moment. And it, it was just us coming together and having a good conversation. Friends just having a great conversation, like you, like you said. And it, it was amazing. <laughs> awesome. Okay. The name is Jason Thomas. Uh, favorite collecting thing from this year wasn't vintage it was being involved with the cadet trooper and it's the pre-production stuff that dealt with the archive uh, I'm sorry annual uh, cadet trooper um, that we had for the event Uh, and then the second question was favorite pickup favorite pickup Mm -hmm. That was my pickup. Favorite collecting moment, sorry. Oh, favorite collecting moment would be um, in Celebration Chicago, even though I didn't think that it was an ideal 
spot for celebration because we had to travel. We paid so much for transportation. Got to go to club uh, Cubs and uh, see a baseball game with Tom Quinn. But also, uh, it was just, you know, just uh, Chicago was interesting. We, we had a lot of great dinners that, and a lot of great moments with fellow collectors in Chicago. It was just uh, very different than the other uh, celebrations for me. Hi, I'm Joel, and I am from the upstate New York branch of the group. And actually, my favorite moment from this past year was having to do with getting like together with the crew in New York City for Paul Shoes get-together, where we got to see his particular take on collecting. And I got to juxtapose that with all of the other member groups, like uh, take on um, collecting in a general sense. And it was fantastic to see what everyone had. Yeah, what everyone had to say in respect to why we collected, when we collected, where we collected, and how we did it now as adults. Was absolutely fascinating, um, and as far as my, like my particular take on you know, my favorite intake this year, strangely, was not vintage at all. I actually at celebration I picked up a model kit from Bandai, which was uh, a very accurate take on um, a model kit um, from. It's pretty loud here. Um, do you hear that? That's the sound of enthusiasm. That's why I love this. And the sound of applause coming from the main room in the basement was due to the fact that it was midnight, and we were all once again part of the Midnight Club. The Midnight Club was an incentive created by fellow members Ed Nagy and Mike Ritter that appealed directly to collectors. The idea was that the first time you attended an event and stuck around until after midnight, you would receive a midnight club patch and a card. Embroidered on the club patch was a late-night image of Luke's Tatooine home with a moon and stars in the background, with the words Midnight Crew in gray. And after receiving the patch, every time you'd reach midnight at an event, Ed or Mike would initial your card. After ten times, you'd earn a gold patch, which is limited to only fifty. And if you stay around until 3 a.m., you've technically stayed awake for all four of the midnights in the continental United States, earning yourself one of the 25 platinum patches. And it's funny, but it works. After all, we're collectors. We chase things. It's fun for us. And if we're hanging out and it's starting to get a little late, we might as well stick around a little longer to get our cards punched. Again, it's fun, and it's just another little detail that adds up to a memorable time together. I certainly wasn't planning on staying until after midnight. In fact, with the meetup starting at 10 in the morning, I thought we'd all hang out for a few hours and head home before the sun set. But I honestly felt like I blinked, and it was 4 or 5 o'clock. I blinked again, and it was almost 8 o'clock. And by the time I started to say my goodbyes to my friends, it was 11 o'clock. But even then, I wasn't really ready to leave just yet. As I said earlier, some of them flew in from places like Nashville and California. Others drove in from areas along the East Coast, with some as far north as Albany, and even Canada, 
and as far south as North Carolina. And no matter how far you travel to get there, once you're in the same room and laughing, it's hard to leave, knowing it could be months before you're together again. And so there I stood at midnight with the rest of my friends who didn't want to leave either. We gathered around one of Ross's large couches down his basement, and proudly holding up our newly signed cards and our midnight club patches, we took a number of group photos to cap the evening. And with an hour drive in front of me, I decided it was finally time to leave. Over the next half hour, I said goodbye to each person, knowing I would see some a few weeks later at Zolocon, others at the Columbus Toy Show in March, and still others at the second annual in the summer. As far as meetups go, this was one of my all-time favorites. Ross, thank you for opening your door to us, for kicking off the year in style, and for giving us all a day to remember. And thank you for listening, for being part of the journey last year, and for joining me for season two. Your kind words of encouragement and support have meant so much to me, and I'm so excited to see where this year takes us. And if you're a collector, I'd like to ask you the same two questions I asked my friends at Ross's house. What was something that you picked up in the past year that meant something special to you? And what was a favorite collecting moment for you? When Corey turned the question around to me, I was at a loss for words. And it wasn't that I couldn't think of one. The problem was, my mind flooded with countless wonderful memories. Moments from the meetups, the shows, the events, the countless dinners and phone calls with friends. A winter meetup at the apartment of Paul Chu. Zolocon, the Columbus Toy Show, Celebration Chicago, FonzCon, the Annual, the ICCC, Cincinnati, watching The Mandalorian, ToyCon NJ, seeing the final film in the Star Wars saga, and those are just some of the bigger events. They were once-in-a-lifetime ones that took place in the company of others. They were non-stop blessings, and they happened because I went to my first meetup and then continued to go and to connect with the collectors around me. So this year, take a few chances. Travel out of state for an event. Visit one of the bigger toy shows or conventions, and get to know your fellow collectors. Help a friend find a special piece for a particular focus, and do the same for a stranger as well. Connect with someone who inspires you in your collecting journey. And if you've been around for a while, become a mentor to those who may need a little help. Get involved with your local state collectors club. Donate some time and maybe some money to a cause in the name of Star Wars. Host a meetup where you live. Add that first pre-production piece to your collection. Figure out how you can give back to this wonderful community with your passion and your talents. And use those talents and that passion to carve your own niche and to add to the imaginative and creative spirit that brought us the original films decades ago. And bring some friends along for the ride. So here's to the coming year, and to Star Wars, prototypes, and production. Just one more round, friend, then homeward bound, friend. Don't forget me in your dreams. 
Just one more song, friend And then so long, friend The nights get shorter, it seems Just one more rhyme, friend Yes, it's a crime, friend But you know time, friend Time can fly So it's good night, friend